guys, welcome to Cut the Karma. I'm Jess. And I'm Julie. And we are two entrepreneurial sisters and mothers who are into spirituality. We're trying to do better and be better in our everyday lives, and we're sharing our journeys to inspire you to do the same. Hi guys, what's up? Hey everyone, we're back. And before we start, I just want to address that I am dealing with some crazy allergies, so my voice might be a little wonky, but that's okay. The show must go on. We don't have any time to skip a week. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Our time is precious. So we're working with the fourth law today, which is the law of growth. And it says, wherever you go, there you will be. What? I know. What the heck does that mean? (laughs) So we had to like research a little bit. So it's your inner world frames your outer world. Harboring negative thoughts will create a negative environment. That makes more sense. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we can go with that. <laughs> we can we can work with that. So I immediately went to this one meditation that I had one time. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay. This meditation will never leave me. And anytime I am fumbling around with something, Mike reminds me of this meditation because Ooh. it was that strong. Ooh. So... Um, A lot of times I will go in into my heart center and I will ask my guides, you know, a question that I am uh, that's festering within me. Like it's just creating negative thoughts and emotions and I need help. Um, But sometimes if I don't have anything like that, I'll go in and I'll say, show me something that I need to know. Mm. And that day I went into meditation and I said, guides, my guides, Show me something that I need to know. Well, they immediately showed me this string that was sitting right, starting like at the top of my forehead and it went down to like the bottom of my nose, okay? And this string was probably like maybe eight inches away from my face. And they said, do you see that string? And I said, yeah. And it was tight, it was a tight string. And they said, can you see other things too? And I said, yeah, I can, I can see every, like everything that I normally can see, I can see with that string. And they said, okay. And they say, now watch this. And they took this string and it went, boom. And it went into this huge concrete wall that was all the way, like, if I, put my arms out as long as that they could go on either side of me. That's as big as a concrete wall was. And it was probably like three inches in front of my nose. And they said, what can you see now? And I said, nothing. And they said, that is your choice. And do you want to know what that string concrete wall is? And I said, what? And they said, it's your insecurities. And that that your insecurities are always a concrete wall in front of you. You have the ability to shrink your insecurities into a string and then they shrunk the concrete wall into the string again. And they said, and you are able to live your life and see and feel everything with pure clarity with that little of insecurity in front of you, but you also have a choice. And they went and they blew the string away. Oh my gosh. And they said, so basically what you are doing is you're taking your insecurities, which just start off in your thoughts and your mind, 
and they take up your whole entire life and world. You can't see past them, you can't move, you can't do anything because all that you're focused on are the negative thoughts. So what is inside of your inner world is what you see on your outer world. I was literally walking in a concrete wall all the time because I wasn't allowing myself to heal from the insecurities that I focused so hard on. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Yeah. You get the best like visuals and meditations and and metaphors and all of that whenever you meditate. I can't believe I never told you, you that. You never before. told me that one. That's a good one. That's amazing. I know. And that's perfect for this. Yeah. And so I think about that a lot whenever I have an insecurity and I feel as though that it stops me in my tracks. I think, how can I shrink this? How can I heal this from a concrete wall into a string? Wow. And then how can I blow that string away? Because basically like what they're saying is that our insecurities are lies that we tell ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, they I mean, they can root from, you know, childhood and other areas of our lives. Yeah. But they're basically lies. Totally. Because and we believe them. We do. We believe them. And I think the lies or the things that stem from our childhood, that brings me to thinking about the root chakra. And so if you guys don't know about the chakra system within our body and attaches to our energetic system, we have seven main chakras that run up uh, our body and our energetic system. And the first one is the root chakra and it starts at the spine. You're the bottom of your spine. And that is developed really around the average of zero to seven, uh, sometimes 10 years of age. But, you know, you, we are completely dependent on other people when we are born. Mm -hmm. And so our environment and how we're nurtured is totally dependent on other people. We have no control. No over control that. over it. So... Then above that, we go to our sacral chakra, which is the relationships with other people, our emotions and our health. And that's when we start to kind of come into our own a little bit. And we start to like wherever we're vibrating at and and our emotions and our thought system, we kind of take on the same friends as that. Mm. And we start to eat that way. We get to make our own choices when we go off into school. Right. right when we we become a little bit more independent and our own and so it's kind of like where are you picking up these insecurities or these um beliefs beliefs yeah you know is it from your family or your parents or who raised you or is it did you start picking them up on your own, you know, and it's important to kind of break down your life in chunks. I would say in seven, every seven years, like even if you can map it out, like zero to seven, what are some negative things that you remember then and how can you heal that? And it's, you know, when you heal those aspects of yourself, think of it as, a, is it inner child healing that I need to do? Is it shadow healing that I need to do? Because you can pick up parts of yourself um, even at the age of 27, 28, that you don't like. So right. it could be something that happens to you that um, you 
are shameful of, feel guilty, uh, are angry about, like a situation could happen to you and you keep pushing it down. And that becomes your shadow. That becomes your shadow uh. because when you keep pushing down that emotion, it's not getting light. So it's not being healed. There's no medicine for it. Oh, I got you. So it could turn into the swampy mess with like a blistering wound that just just keeps getting opened. And, if you're not tending to it. Yeah. Wow, so, I get that. Yeah, so those insecurities that we all face, it starts within us and it can create a negative environment outside of us if we don't work on ourselves. Right. And I think a lot of times the insecurities that we carry with ourselves could be something as simple as, you know, um, a, a kid in school saying that like you look fat that day oh, or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. And that one comment will stick with you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And as we get older, sometimes we don't know why, yeah. right? Like we can't bring ourselves back to that moment. Like, oh, Susie on the playground said I looked fat in those jeans that day. That's why I feel like I'm fat and that's why I can't lose weight. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can't pinpoint that. So you carry that belief of, oh, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Just from little old Susie. Yeah. You know, who mm -hmm. wanted to run her mouth that day on the playground. Yeah, because she was just jealous of the color of your nails. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, well, you look fat. But that's like, that's so sad it's when you really think sad. about when you think about it, mm -hmm. is that so much of us and the way we feel and the way we look at ourselves it is based off of other people. Mm -hmm. Well, comparison too, or what people say to and us. And what people or, say to us, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Or how other people treat you. And it's because they are unhealed. Exactly. And so I took a course one time, um, and there was this brilliant man who was talking about inner child work, and he said that whenever someone says something degrading to you or whenever someone acts out or is triggered in such a weird way or throws a temper tantrum and they're an adult, he just immediately thinks of that person's inner child. And he's like, I develop so much more compassion for them because there's an unhealed part of them that they aren't aware of or they don't know how to fix. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, from age zero to 10, really, there's this little child within them that's mm -hmm. really, you know, suffering. And so I just... I, he's like, I don't see adults as adults anymore because 90% of the people walking around are unhealed. That's so true. Well, more than that. Yeah. You know? Wow. So I think that, you know, our inner world frames our outer world. And if you don't actively work on yourself and of your past mm -hmm. and presently work on self-care, Mm-hmm you're going to have a lot of concrete walls in front of you. Yeah, I I really think that self-care is a huge, important factor in just your human growth and evolution and getting to know yourself and getting to love yourself. Like, just in my personal experience, self-care has brought me to self-love. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I didn't realize... You know, and a lot of us go day to day and don't realize how we are not taking care of ourselves the way that we take care of the other people we love, mm. right? Like if we took care of ourselves the way we take care of our kids, 
or our significant other, we would be so much happier and so much more content, but we don't, we give everything away to those other people and forget about us. So and then eventually we become a negative crab. Yeah, and eventually, yeah, <laughs> we, we become crabby. We become crabby because we're depriving ourselves of our own attention, mm-hmm. of our own um a, like approval and and love and and all of that, confidence, validation. Validation and it's up to us to give it to ourselves first. So like, wow, you know, I never really thought about self-care as validating yourself I always think of self-care as more so like um making sure that you get enough sleep and making sure that you work out and but it it is so much more than that because it's tell it's you are telling yourself that you're worthy Mm -hmm. of you know of everything that is coming in your life you're worthy of of being around good people and having good relationships. You're worthy of being healthy. You're worthy of having energy and so it's self-validation. It's self so self-care is self-validation and self-love. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to the spa and having a yeah, spa day. Right. Yeah. You know, or going to get my hair done. Like that's not what it is. Self-care is also inner child work and shadow work. Right. Yeah. And journaling and mm-hmm. meditating and moving your body and eating right and filling your body with nutrients and, and vitamins. Um when we eat like crap, that is not taking care of yourself. Yeah. You know, like you're not thinking of the longevity. Mm-hmm. So everything that I guess I think that's the number one thing that people have a hard time with because everybody is so, you know, instant gratification mm-hmm. and everything is so convenient these days that, you know, you go to the quick food, you go to the quick thing that'll give you the quick result. And you don't think about like the longevity of yourself and your health and your mindset and your emotional being, you know, mm-hmm. like I think it's so important just to just to take that time for yourself and treat yourself as kind as you treat other people because it is, it's a, it's a building of self-love. And I've definitely learned that over the past eight years because I started off like being completely deprived and empty of any sort of self care, like routine and self-love, but just slowly adding things into my life that made me happy, that lit me up, that um, made my body feel good. It was like, wow, I'm I'm doing this to make myself feel good. Nobody else is doing that for me to make me feel good. Like I'm taking those actions for myself. Mm-hmm. And slowly you build like that trust and that confidence with yourself and that validation with yourself until it grows into actually really loving yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like at the point now where I can say like I really love myself a lot of people can't say that yeah and that's really sad it is sad a lot of people walk around with their head between their legs and concrete walls in front of their concrete walls in front of their face and they can't see their potential they can't see you know yeah and I really feel like it all starts with you giving yourself that attention 
Well, it has to because other people are just too tired to lift you up. Right, and nobody can do it <laughs> no, for you, yeah, which no is what one can we talked about you. before, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You are the only person that can take those action steps to better yourself mm-hmm. and better your mindset, better your physical body, um, and then you will show up better for everyone else. And that's a huge thing too, is that a lot of people, especially like moms, <clears throat> excuse me, because moms are the ones that have a hard time doing self-care for themselves, like taking the time away. Excuse me, my voice is getting a little froggy. Right. <clears throat> because they feel guilty. Yeah, because they feel guilty. They feel selfish. But not realizing that when you take that little bit of time for yourself, you can give so much more to your kids and so much more to your family and your spouse and you show up as a better human mm-hmm. and as a better person for them. So you said that you went on Facebook recently and you did a poll oh, yeah. and you asked people what was the number one excuse? Yeah, why? so I, so I posted this to like five or six Facebook groups that I was a part of and I said and I was literally just it, this was research this was just like a poll question. I said what is the number one excuse you feel people give? Uh, to not prioritize their self-care, to not put themselves first. And I got back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of answers. Like I couldn't even keep up with reading the comments, but the comments that I did read, top three reasons that emerged was guilt, uh, time, and exhaustion. Mm. And really... And then some lady got mad at me because I said the word excuse and not reason. So and I'm you like, didn't, so instead of saying, what is your reason for not? Yeah, or, or, I said, what okay. is your excuse? Mm-hmm. And she got mad and went off on this whole tangent. And, and I actually practiced what you said. That guy said, whereas, you know. You saw the inner child. I saw the inner child and I saw the unhealed stuff. And I was just like, I'm sorry you're having a bad day. Yeah. Because I am. Like, I'm sorry that that one question that I asked on Facebook triggered you to write this whole paragraph about my choice of words yeah, and about your problems and what you're going through. And I mean, of course, it's just not even worth my time to right. respond, but I just thought it was really interesting that the top three things were guilt, exhaustion, and time. But they are excuses. Because you've debunked <clears throat> them. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Because I have, I dealt with all of them and I gave those excuses to myself for so long. Right. You know, but there's always a way. Well, you know, Spirit has said in the past month so many times that there are always going to be situations that will want to take you away from yourself. Okay. Every single day. Every single day there's going to be a situation. And so many people say, as soon as this is over, then I'll go back to the gym. As soon as I get this deadline done, then I'll do X, Y, and Z again. Well, guess what? As soon as that deadline is done, something else is going to pop up. And then you're going to say, well, I can't make myself a priority. You can be a priority even if it is literally five minutes a day. I mean, I remember this wasn't very long ago, but... Um, I had a very traumatic birth with um, Zoe, my four-month-old now, and I have a two-year-old. And, um, you know, 
it was just me and them and I was healing and um, it was really hard for me. And I understand that it's hard for any mom who just gives birth. I just had an extra layer on it. I just, my body just did a lot of negative things during birth and I had extra stuff, a lot of extra stuff. So I just had a lot of healing to do. And there was really, I felt like there was no time to take care of me because it was a newborn and I was kind of suffering and then my son, but I made sure that every day I did a shoulder, neck and head routine to stretch my muscles out. And I read affirmations that I wrote down of being a new mother. I did that. Oh, and I put essential oils on as soon as I got out of the shower. I did that every single day. And I swear, plus the shower. Yeah. It's so hot. The shower was so care because you don't even have time as a new mom to shower. So like doing those couple things. Oh, I also squirted CBD oil in my mouth. But those things, really, I needed to do them every day to pour love into myself to make it another hour. Yeah. Yeah. And... I, you know, and I did it. You did it. And, you know, squirting CBD in your mouth, that takes a second. But so many people say, I didn't have time to take my vitamins. I know. And it's like, no, you do. You do. You do. You have time. Stop staring at your phone for two minutes. Or if you can stop and get Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Which is my my, uh, thing. Oh, well, I didn't even think about you. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, you can stop. It's it's about prioritizing your time, which you know, we hear about a lot is how do you prioritize your time? Mm -hmm. Um, What's the most important to you? What are you going to make sure you get done that day for yourself? Mm -hmm. But like you said, everyone will say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. No. It's always today. Mm -hmm. Today is what we have now. Tomorrow will always be today. The next day will always be today. That's right. And when you know, going back to what Spirit was saying about the circumstances, if I, if they say that enough to me, like, and enough people need to hear it, I, a little light bulb goes off in me. And it's like, okay, there's a reason why this message, and I'm the one who has to deliver this message over and over again. Maybe there's something within me that I need oh. to listen to within that message. So I perk my ears up. And um, so I'm, I'm trying to work on any excuse that I give myself. It's like, yeah, no, you can do it. Right. You know, I think it's so cool how you get messages from spirit for other people, but you also learn from all of those messages as well. I do. I'd be a fool not to listen. uh, Totally. And you hold on to those messages to relay to others Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. What was it? A meditation with the concrete wall? Yep. Yeah, yeah, for you to share with all of us. I mean, that is so cool. I've had some really great ones that have good lessons yeah. connected to them. So, yeah. But anyway, that is the law of growth, everyone. Yes. And the next law we're going to talk about is the law of responsibility. Our lives are of our own doing, nothing else. Okay, guys, <laughs> have a good one. See you next time. <laughs>